Welcome to How We Grow, an essential playbook to grow and scale your vacation rental business with advice and insights from the best in the biz with your host, Linnell Gordon. Welcome to How We Grow, the vacation rental show. And I'm very excited to have Annie Sloan with us today. Annie's the co-founder and the CEO at The Host Company, and that's a digital commerce marketplace for short-term rentals. Prior to this, she was the creative director of Facebook and (laughs) Twitter, and there's a lot of other names I can just drop, but Annie, that's impressive enough, I'm just saying. So we want to talk today about how to help property managers grow, and one of the things we always start with is a story. So tell me a story either about a guest or a homeowner, or something that you've had happen in vacation rentals? Yes. So it's wonderful to be here. First of all, thank you. I am a host and I run several properties and my co-founder runs a property management company. So we are very deep in the hospitality world. And the story I have is actually about one of my own rentals in the Joshua Tree area. So I love that area. Oh yeah, it is in my heart. I mean, everything's out there. That's why you go there, right? So you can have these big desert sunsets. And my place is not even in Joshua Tree proper. It's way out there, you know, and it's five acres. And right after we got it, we put in a hot tub, we started renting it. And the first few guests were complaining that the hot tub wasn't clean enough, right? We're like, oh, wow. You know, the first person like, well, we just cleaned it. We would always send an emergency cleaner out right away to clean it. But that's like 150 bucks, right? Emergency clean. Right, right. So this didn't happen for a little while and then it did. And this it's out there. Like it's a five acre property, but it's probably three acres on either side from even another property, right? Wow. So this is really a story about having a really good property manager is what it is, right? So we have cameras on the outside of the house and we couldn't see any cars. You could see any cars that were coming anywhere near the house, but we did not have a camera on the hot tub because, you know, we're not going to have the camera on the hot tub. There's privacy and all that, right? Of course, of course. So she went and tracked footprints to the house because we're thinking there's no cars or anything. And then she installed a camera And this is a time when we'd started and I thought, oh, maybe I should go with a really huge company and property manager on rails. And she has a property management company that has, I think, 15, 20 listings, right? But it was basically detective work. She went so deep on figuring it out. And it also would be like three or five in the morning. She eventually figured out that there were neighbors that were walking seven acres, what? Across the desert. And also there's, Joshua Tree, there's scorpions. There's tons of sharp things, right? There's coyotes. What? They were walking from about, I don't know, eight acres away, walking over and using the hot tub. Why would we have a lock on the hot tub, right? Like we're in the middle of nowhere, three to four in the morning, and then they would go home. What? This is wild, right? So she, and I think she's pregnant at the time, which I did not know would be out there in the day sun, tracking the footsteps, taking pictures to figure out which neighbor it was. Oh my gosh. And then had an alarm system when no one was saying there and essentially caught them on camera and was yelling through that. I couldn't see you on the camera. Filed a police report, everything. And then of course now, and we put a lock on it. We have a code now, but I just kept thinking this property manager, she's going way above and beyond to make sure 
that this situation does. I mean, she went really deep with it. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. How wonderful to have someone that actually cared because she had to care to go to that extra mile to make that happen for you, for sure. Otherwise, we just assumed that it was desert. Something in the desert was blowing in or something, you know, somehow. I don't know. Yeah. That's a beautiful story. Yeah. So let's talk about growing property managers and let's talk about this topic is one of my very favorites ever and it's ancillary income. Let's talk about ancillary income for property managers. Well, the first thing most property managers that we talk to say is, number one, I don't want to nickel and dime people. I mean, you hear ancillary revenue, right? Never sell someone a soda is our tack on it at our company, or maybe even a toothbrush, right? Like try and include those things. Keep giving a welcome basket, right? But when you start to get to those amounts that are higher than that, if it is a phone charger, if you know you give someone a phone charger, you're never seeing the phone charger again. No, you know, right? A huge, you know, a snack basket, things like that. So the first thing we always say is only really offer things that are going to be about $20 and above to your guests or as a group of things, $20 and above. The second thing we often hear is, oh, that sounds like a pain, right? And of course, remembering to stock things, inventory, where you're hiding it, all of those things. And we agree. And that's why we as a company have said, oh, let's figure out a solution where we automate all of this stuff to bring in that ancillary revenue. So as a property manager, you're doing less work. So what that means is the ability to offer things like massage, chef, obviously late checkout. I hope everybody's doing that already, early check-in and charging for that. Mid-stay clean, mid-stay laundry service is a big one that we find. Things that guests are already asking for all the time. And it's funny, it's it's an awareness thing. You think, oh, I kind of know. But then when you really start to listen, the things that they ask for again and again that you previously could only say no to, is a big part of that. Extras that are going to obviously make their trip better. You know, we have property managers in at beach areas that have hooked up a team that will go and set up your beach chairs and your umbrellas and your cooler for you. People are generally pretty happy to pay for that. Absolutely. Beach, no, right? it's true. That's yeah. true. We see a trend of not only hooking up your own vendors. At the Host Co, we curate vendors and we have them now in like, I think 112 cities. We definitely have them all along the North Carolina, South Carolina coast as well. So things that people were already asking about, you now can say, oh, go to my store and they'll see all the things that are available. And that means that you as the property manager get a cut of that service. You get 10%. Who manages the inventory on that? So the Host Co has a whole team of local vendor services. So we have relationships in cities across the U.S. with service providers. So we are able to work with their schedules, work with their talent, essentially. So how the Host Co works is it's a link. It's just like an eBay store or yeah, anything like eBay. Basically, check out what's in my store and then your guest can see all the things that are available, connected services, alcohol delivery. I mean, alcohol delivery isn't a good example because I think most property managers think, let's not have a lot of alcohol delivered in this house. So like a chef is a better model for that, right? Chef is probably a good one. And then also things that you, as the property manager, if you want to stock things in the house or rent things in the house, your store can do that as well. And it will also uh, manage the inventory. So it will tell you when you're running low on something. It can tell your cleaner when you're running low on something. It can tell your runner when you're running low on something. It can tell your runner, this person ordered a birthday cake a month ago, go pick it up, et cetera. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about when you worked at Facebook, 
Do you have any inside knowledge for us for things that we can do as property managers on Facebook or Twitter? Seriously. That's a good question. I would say that since so much of the driver of a property is the aesthetics, Mm -hmm. right? And it's the review, the Instagram is huge, right? And if you can direct, particularly if you're doing direct booking, right? Making sure that not only are you publishing things on Instagram, it doesn't have to be all the time, but if you have a link, people will go check it out, right? If you have your guests contribute to that as well with a hashtag, what have you, you can also repost their content. So you're not just trying to do a bunch of content, right? Obviously, if you have something that is Instagrammable, you know, everyone says the Instagram wall, right? At every single house. You can also expound that to services in the home is what we're seeing now too. I use this example, which is another kind of strange one, but we have a property manager who's hooked up a mobile tattoo artist to do like tiny flash tattoos, a very Coachella Joshua Tree. We have a property manager that has hooked up a tintype photographer. So and this is all very desert-based, right? Tintype old school photography. They'll come and do photography session outside. Those things become very Instagrammable as well. So mm-hmm. all of the things that you can dream up of, ooh, someone's going to want to put this on social media. And if you make sure they know the name of the house, the handle of the house, and they message it, you can also obviously reward them and say, hey, you know, message us on Instagram and you could win blah, 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 or you could win a free bottle of wine or something like that. Oh, that's cool. So there are marketing things that we can do there. This episode of How We Grow is brought to you by Q4 Launch. The hospitality industry is moving fast. And with Q4, you can launch a website for your in-lodge hotel or vacation rental business that drives organic traffic and gives your guests the online experience they desire. Visit them online at q4launch.com to learn how Q4 can take your vacation rental business to the next level with their vacation rental marketing and web design services. So we wanted to talk a little bit about what should we expect post-pandemic? You had said something to me that really got my attention. And you said, we're in an on-demand economy post-COVID because now everybody orders their groceries. And go a little bit more into that because I definitely agree with you about the on-demand economy. Yeah, it's so funny because pre-pandemic, I think all of us, I ordered groceries maybe once. I ordered, I definitely never ordered anything from a drugstore you know, delivered. Uh, I very rarely got food ordered. And that is this double kind of zeitgeist of the pandemic happening. So people wanted things delivered. And simultaneously, all of this technology, not just coming online, a lot of this technology had come online, but people getting really comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. Right. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, pre- Pre-Uber Lyft, I would have, if you said get into the car with a stranger, I would have said, no, right. That's true. No, whatever. Right. So all of these services are now so much easier, but when you are in a short-term rental and you're from out of town, even if you're from four towns over, you don't know the best services to use, right? You don't know, oh, they don't have DoorDash here or they don't have Postmates. Even things like Amazon, I don't know about you, but I go to New York pretty frequently. My husband's from New York and we'll be staying somewhere and I'll think of something that I want to order from Amazon and then I'll think, oh shoot, you know, I can't get it here or they don't deliver here. I don't know the address, right? So what's happening now and what we see and what we're doing is we're tying together that on-demand economy to short-term rentals because anywhere else you can access that. But with short-term rentals, you don't know the best delivery services and you don't know the best local 
services as well. So we've created an on-demand system where in each city, we've picked only about five of the best on-demand services that will work for that short-term rental. And a really good example of this is the Super Bowl is coming up next week. And we do limited edition services in different cities according to events happening. So around the Super Bowl, we have a charcuterie board in the shape of the team logo. Oh, how cute. Right? How cute. Yes. And ordering that, you know, it also serves the local economy of people working there. And then you as the property manager are going to get part of that as well. We have extra recycling pickup, which, oh my gosh, I would do that. Nobody wants a bunch of bottles sitting out if you're there for the Super Bowl or whatever. What other fun ones do we have? We have chef, we have massage, we have a foot rub. So everyone's been out all day. We have a runner there who will provide clear backpacks. So things like Coachella, many large events. Now you have to have a clear backpack, right? And people don't know that. And then the morning up, oh my gosh. So clear backpacks with hand warmers and sunblock. And they'll do a drop off of eight of those. Those kind of services for events upcoming that your guests might be asking for already. And then they spend three hours on Yelp trying to figure it out. They never figure it out. If you can provide those value-added items before they even ask for it, again, that, that's a lot of retention there too. Oh my gosh, this place was so great. It had blank. Yeah, we're talking about stickiness here and being yeah. able to be sticky with what we do. I think about the business model. You know, I guess anything you add as an extra, I talk a lot about extras and how to make money with ancillary income. So the add-ons are unique to the specific area that the property manager is in, Correct. Correct. And we found, so I was at Facebook. I was a creative director of Facebook and my co-founder runs a property management company. We have been talking about this for years, right? We've been talking about how we're not meeting our guest needs. And also on the hosting and property manager side, once your guest checks in, it's a sunk cost, right? You're not making any money. They crank up the AC, they throw open the windows, right? Is our joke. And then they start breaking the wine glasses. But now what we can do is connect that ancillary revenue to a place. But what we also found, we started building up a very large hosting community on Instagram. So we have about 16,000 hosts. And before we even made a product, we started interviewing people about what it is that they wanted to sell or what they thought would work. And what we very quickly realized is it has to be unique to that location. We can't say... Here's five basic things. I mean, there's some basic things, but that doesn't increase stickiness, right? Someone is going to be like, oh, I went to this really cool property in Joshua Tree. They had tintype photography. Someone came and grabbed our laundry and gave it back to us the same night, right? Those are the sticky factors that are going to be specific to that specific place. That's true. And you have to have a laundry facility, I would think, in order to do the laundry piece that you're talking about. When you said that, I thought that's not an often used amenity that I've seen. Although I think people, I don't know. At the beach, we use so many towels. So, yeah. You know, we're washing on vacation regardless. So tell me a little bit about what you think the advantages are for offering services like that other than stickiness. There's stickiness, there's revenue, and makes a better experience for the guest, right? Yeah, besides, so guest experience we have found is the top thing, right? Yeah. Yes, you're going to make revenue. We see property managers and hosts making over $2,000 a month in upsell revenue. Some of that is also going to their vendors as well, but there are bookings where their ancillary revenue is eclipsing the amount that they're making for the booking, right? Because when the person is doing the booking, there's a lot of competition. 
right? So they're like, oh, this one, when pricing strategy, you know, you look at a place and you're like, oh, this one's $210. Oh, that one's $209. We're going to go with a $209 one, right? It's pretty ridiculous. But once someone is booked, they are definitely very open to spending money on upsells on amenities, right? So it actually is an easier sell often than getting the booking, right? Guest experience is number one, right? Making sure that what we've created is really beautiful. So it's a beautiful thing for people to experience beyond after they check in or they step into the place, right? Another benefit, and this is going to sound so funny, I think, to a lot of property managers, is operational efficiency. So that is the piece where we really come in because the reason why so many people have avoided ancillary revenue is because it is super operationally inefficient. Exactly. Well, it's not just inefficient. It's difficult to manage. Yes. It's a pain in the bleep is what I would say that it generally has been. Even if it's one thing, even if you've tried leaving out a bottle of wine and saying Venmo me, oh, what are the last four digits of your thing? Oh, do you have this? Do you have this other thing? It's so time consuming. So Our role as the host co has been to say, we're going to make this very efficient and very easy. Great. Any question you have, check it out. We have a store and that can be in your automated message. It is simply a web link and it has everything that your guest is probably going to ask you about. So you're getting fewer questions. They're not only seeing we can book a massage therapist or we have people who do backyard hibachi if they have a really big place or what have you. It also shows you things like, again, late checkout, early check-in, access. Early check-in, late checkout. Let's talk about that. How do you manage that? I would say if you have a PMS that does it, keep doing it through your PMS. Don't do it through the host code because it probably is scheduling it with your cleaner, right? But with us, it's also very, very low cost to add that. So it will ask the guest for the date they want that late checkout if it's in advance. You can also set that so it has a lead time. So your guest is going to get their store right after they book, right? So, oh my gosh, we're so excited to have you. If you're interested in any services, check out our store. So they click the link and they can get to that. Let me ask you this. Hmm. If you could wave a magic wand and you could say, I'm going to create any technology that I can dream up because you're creative. I mean, that's part of what your job has been. What would you dream up? I will say that every single week, I probably think of a different software that I would like to build. With the HostCo software, every single week, also some new addition to that comes up. So I would say that most of my literal dreams are about the HostCo. The most recent thing that we have dreamed up that has actually come to fruition is we can now do unlocking of cabinets in the house. So if your guest says, I want something that's on site, right? Or something that they broke or even a rental, like an outdoor movie projector that maybe you're renting it for $5, but you just want to keep track of it. Who's rented it last. They're signing a terms of service, et cetera. We can now connect that to after they hit purchase, we will email them the code to unlock the wireless lock or even connect them to hold your phone up to this cabinet and we'll unlock the cabinet, a one-time unlock. And that is when I think, okay, that's some futuristic stuff. That's very cool. Well, I really, really appreciate you coming to share your passion and your wonderful advice and just good information about what kind of ancillary things that they can have if they decide to come and add something else to their menu of services that they offer. So thank you very much for being with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. This has been very fun. 
This episode of How We Grow was brought to you by Q4 Launch. To find out more about how Q4 Launch can help to grow your vacation rental business, visit q4launch.com. Be sure to search for How We Grow in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found, and hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. On behalf of the team here at Inhabit, thanks for listening.